The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are. So here for you today in a big way. I want to welcome our Facebook Live audience and our 94.7 The Word audience and our podcast audience. We're really so pleased that you tuned in. And I'm always hoping that our shows will bless you and that you tuned in for a specific reason. Um, I want to get a couple of things out of the way first. I want to tell you that if you want to help us grow and um, give, give us more time in the airwaves, more ability to help Moms in prison, moms in homeless shelters, moms in homes like you maybe, moms in churches, moms wherever we can go. Um, first of all, go like us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else because that's a way to follow us on our YouTube channel as well. But something coming up, Amazon Prime Day. Girl, if you like to shop, on July 16th is Amazon Prime Day. And Channel Mom is actually a charity with Amazon Smile. So if you shop through Amazon Smile on Amazon Prime Day and choose Channel Mom as your charity, we'll get a portion of the proceeds. So you don't have to give us anything. You can just shop what for you you need to shop for, and Amazon will donate to us. So please remember that on uh, July 16th. I'd be so grateful for that because you'll be helping us. Okay, here's the deal. If you struggle to be happy and content as a mother, today's show is for you. And I think just about every woman's going to say, yeah, I struggle. I know that I personally struggle to be content through various trials in life, one of which you're going to hear about today. Uh, if you're on Facebook Live, you can see that I've got a patch kind of on my eye. So you hear about that. So I struggle to be happy, even though I have strength and faith in Christ. I still struggle. And my guess is that a lot of you struggle to be content or joyful or happy as well. And that's why today I've got help for you. We've got our regular Ask Pastor Thomas segment on today, and he's going to try to give you some ideas, some tips, some hints about maintaining contentment despite circumstances and finding some joy in your life no matter what you're going through. And I love it. I, I think every mom needs to hear this. But first, I want to ask you a question. Do you have a child who's struggling to learn? maybe to focus. Maybe they don't learn like other kids. Well, Connect Education has a few uh, phone appointments left in July, so call them because it's free. Um, and this is a perfect way to find out if your child is a good fit for their services. I'm going to read a little bit from a testimony from Ethan. He says that Connect Education has shown him and helped him how to learn faster and read easier, is the way he puts it. The supplements regimen they suggested helped me to eventually get over my brain fog and depression. I really owe a lot to both of them. And uh, I know he, they can help your child, too. They do free workshops. They do all kinds of great stuff. So find them at ConnectEducationCO.com. ConnectEducationCO.com. Okay. So. Hello there. Hi, my friend. Uh, pastor Thomas Fitzpatrick, who's with West Bowles Community Church, the lead pastor there. He happens to be my pastor. But I've always wanted to do this segment where women have the opportunity to ask a pastor because most of our women, are, most of the women who tune in to the radio show are believers. Sure. Now, we definitely welcome every mom, and we're definitely accessing women online that are not, mm -hmm. and I, we never condemn that. We just say, welcome, come on in, and sure. let's talk. But, but we address a lot of believers, and I've always wanted to have a pastor on the show to say, let me give you some advice based on your mom questions. And you're the first to admit, I'm not always necessarily going to get to the best answer, but I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. So today, you and I had a conversation about how do we help moms with that contentment issue because 
depression has has gone up with women and it's it's i think it's over 20 percent with with average american women who are depressed mm-hmm. and then secondly um the rate of suicide amongst women like in my age group has gone up considerably like it's risen by something like 80 something crazy like 80 percent mm-hmm. linked to depression okay. and so i'm like okay this is a thing and moms are struggling with busyness and juggling jobs and being at home and, and kids and, and trying to, to do that Facebook thing and look perfect in front of everybody and all that. They're under enormous pressure. And I think so many of us walk around on a daily basis thinking, I would like to be happier and more content, and I'm not. And God wants us to be more happy and content. Sure. So tell me just out of the gate what, what, what you're – Yeah, well, when you brought this up about a month or so ago, I thought, I'm not sure if I've got the answer. This is an issue that I probably struggle with maybe more than any other. I mean, just this contentment piece, yeah. you know. And so uh, the Lord has probably brought this to our attention because both of us are needing it just yeah. as much as yeah. anybody listening Absolutely. in today. I mean, I've probably had more cars in the years that I've driven a car, you know, 15, 16, 17 cars. Yeah. I just never really liked the one I'm in, so I always want, you know, a better one, a different yeah. one. Or houses. We just, you know, I don't really like this house. Maybe we should look for a different house. Or even today I realize in, it happens in the church as a pastor. I'm never satisfied with the size of the congregation, right? It's like, yeah. oh, we just hit the thousand person mark. Man, what would what would two thousand look like? Or we just raised this much money. Man, what would what would doubling that look like? So everybody struggles with this. And that's my first thought. This is the human condition. I mean, this happened in the garden. So God says, I have given you everything except that one tree over there. Just don't touch that one. You just trust me on that. It's not gonna be good for you. And then the enemy comes in, right? The serpent comes in and says, wait, wait, wait. God's given you every tree except that one? I mean, just the way he words it mm-hmm. makes you doubt. Like, you're right. He's holding out on me. And so from the very beginning, we see that a struggle that we're going to have as humans is being satisfied yeah. with whatever we've been given. If it's everything but that one or if it's, you know, 50% this and, and the rest is off and whatever, we always want more. And so today, hopefully, we can just talk through that and yeah. figure out how do you combat that. Absolutely. Because I was, I, you know, I was struck by a couple of things and I'm going to share my personal story, which I hope will be a blessing to people. But as I was reading through scripture to try to prepare for this, I thought, you know, God does say that if we have him and, and, and he's in our life and the Holy Spirit's in our life, the fruits of that should be peace and joy. Mm -hmm. And and, and I think, oh my gosh, if I really have God in my life, why don't I have joy? What's my problem? Mm -hmm. And so so is it the Holy Spirit's fault that he's really not showing up? Or is it my fault that I'm not grabbing a hold of that? Because God says I already have it. And so there's a disconnect there. And, And the other thing I think about being a modern American woman who thinks I should be, you know, skinny and wear the right clothes and and have the right kind of house and drive the right kind of car and be all that for my husband and be all that for my kids and be all that on the radio and be all that in church and whatever that can lead to constant discontentment with myself and with my circumstances and and Joyce Myers quick to say it'll always be something there will always be something always and I I I, here's my story I had just gone to the doctor and he kind of said you, you look pretty good. You know, you've got a little bunch of maladies and issues, but I don't think any of them are going to kill you. Just been to the doctor. The next day, um, I'm at my parents' house giving my daddy a birthday gift, and I walk out the door, and meaning yesterday, and I poke myself in the eye with my nail, which most of the time you'd be like, yeah, whatever. Now my eye's watering. Story over. Went to the mirror. Hope I don't gross anybody out. <laughs> Spoiler alert. This is super gross. Um, and I went to the mirror and I had this huge gigantic blood blister, blister like ballooning out of my eye. And my son was like, yeah, I think maybe we need to take you to the emergency room. So we did. And they're like, that's the biggest blood blister we've ever seen in an eye. And so needless to say, and now today it's gross and my whole eye's looking bloody and there's a scab, et cetera, et cetera. 
But I thought, isn't that great that God did this to me the day before we're talking about being content no matter what, mm. being content with your circumstances. And, and what he began to unfold for me, and I, and, and I don't want to over talk because they really need to hear from you, is, is the gratitude piece, which you want to talk mm-hmm. about, which is, first of all, didn't take my eye. I have a father with a glass eye who's missing an eye and has to contend with that every day. So, so far, my eye's not gone. I can still see. Secondly, God goes before us and behind us. And he showed me that in this crisis, some great things are happening. So I thanked him for the crisis this morning. Hmm. Because yesterday, after 35 years of not having a tetanus shot, the doctor said, hey, maybe you should get a tetanus shot. Well, what do you think they asked me in the emergency room? When's the last time you had a tetanus shot to present, prevent infection in your eye? Sure. I was like, oh, oops, yesterday. <laughs> and they're like, that's incredible. That's amazing. And then today, there, there was another protection thing that happened. I had, happened to call a doctor, and he's like, oh, my gosh, you shouldn't be doing this because this could really hurt your eye if you're doing this. So I stopped doing that. And, and I felt like God went before me and behind me. I'm almost grateful. i got to be honest, almost joyful that this has happened to me mm. because, first of all, I can, I can lend it as a lesson to other ladies listening today, but... Because God's used it to show me how he's protecting me in the middle of it. Sure. So count it all joy when you go through trials. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yay, thank you for giving me this trial. I'm, I, it's okay that I'm hurting if I can help somebody else by, by teaching them to say, look for the stuff that God's up to. Look for the good in it. So go off from yeah. there. Well, I would have hated to see your eye had you not got that tetanus shot. So I'm so grateful. Everybody's <laughs> grateful <laughs> that you did thank thank you, thank you. the Lord opened that door. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's about perspective, right? I mean, why is it that you can have a beautiful yard, but you notice that one section that's just not, that's yeah. not growing right? I mean, we just focus on the one area, the one thing that we don't have that's not going well. And like you mentioned, I mean, gratitude is literally the thing, I think, that overcomes um, a lack of contentment right off the bat. You cannot be discontent and grateful at the same time. You can't be saying thank you for one thing, and I wish I had this one thing at the same time. And so that's why I think gratefulness, thankfulness, gratitude is mentioned so many times in the scripture because that really is the antidote to a spirit that says, I don't have enough. I don't like where I'm at. I wish I had this instead of that. If you're like, listen, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for yeah. the position that I'm in. I'm grateful for the relationships that I have, I'm grateful for the health that I have, even if it's not 100 percent, grateful that I didn't lose both my eyes, grateful that I have sight to begin with. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. There's a story of a guy, a pastor who was robbed. And after the, the, uh, the whole thing went down, they said, you know, tell us about the situation. What are you feeling right now? It's like, well, A, I'm grateful that I have never been in a position that I've had to rob somebody. Uh. That's what he thought. He's like, I'm grateful that I wasn't hurt. I'm grateful that he didn't take a ton of my money. And I'm grateful that I have never had to be a guy. Who had to go that. steal. Yeah. I mean, he's just every situation. There is a way to look at it and be like, you know what? I have it pretty well. Yeah. I have so much. Yeah. I have it good. Well, and you just said discontentment and gratitude cannot coexist. No, they cannot. So if you're, if you're tired of feeling discontented today or in pain or depressed, what I've done before, literally, I, I drove when I used to be on television, I went to a fire once. There was a fire and it, it, it had you know, hurt some people and, and taken a bunch of property. And I found it very depressing that day. And I started to get depressed about my own life. On the way home from that fire, I forced myself to speak out a gratitude list all the way home. So I said, I'm thankful that I have children. I'm thankful that I have a husband. I'm thankful that I'm healthy today. I'm thankful that my house didn't burn down. I'm thankful that I met somebody at the story that, that was helpful. You know, That's right. and, and it took me all the way home, like a 40-minute drive of gratitude. I was able to go for 40 minutes on things that I was grateful for. That's right. I don't say that, by the way, as a judger, like, you should just be grateful. I, that's not where I'm going. I'm just saying it can help yeah. if we come up with a gratitude list. I want people to know that, that we have uh, solicited your 
questions on Facebook, and we're going to get to those in the next segment. Pastor Thomas is going to answer those because we've got some at least one good, very good question. Um, other thoughts about a mom who's just saying, I feel like just want to get to a place where I've learned to be happy with what I have. Something else comes at me. Other than gratitude, what, what can you say to her about our, our constant state of, of discontentment and comparison in the, in the modern world. Yeah, I was going to bring up next was that just the comparison culture, right? So we already have deep in our hearts from that, that Genesis 3 text, this discontentment. We want the fruit that we cannot have, right? We want yeah. something that was not given to us. We just always want it. And then our culture has not helped with that in any way because now that fruit or that lifestyle or that car or that relationship, that opportunity is, is always before you. Right. You always see what you don't have online and, and people are trying to sell it to you. Yeah. Most of our culture, if you think about it, is based on profit margin. And so people are trying to make you feel like you just need one more little thing. I mean, besides the Amazon Prime Day where they're going to spend a ton of money, <laughs> yeah, right, right. supporting Channel Mom, that, outside that of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But most people are trying to get you to think that you need something else. And the reason they're trying to get you to think that because they're going to make money off of you. And yeah. so for me, it really comes down to lately I've, when I was uh, thinking about contentment is thinking through, would I give this thing away if and when I received it myself? Because that's that's probably a, a better indication of if the Lord wants me to have it. Yeah. Would, I, would I take this new car and would I literally give the keys to you, Jenny, and say, hey, go ahead and take it, borrow it for the weekend. Yeah. That's fine. Or would I be so tight with it? Right. Would I just hold on to yeah. it with clenched fists yeah. if I want it and would never share it? It's probably something I don't need right now, probably yeah. something I shouldn't have right now. And so in, outside of gratitude, I think giving. That's why the Lord says give this stuff away because it shows that you're not tied to it. And so if you want that one thing so badly, you can't even see straight right now, I would say, are you willing to get it and then give it away? Yeah. And if not, maybe it's not time. Maybe yeah. you don't need that. And then part of it is personal calling. Right? Like I'm not called to be another pastor. I'm called to be Thomas. Uh, you as a mom are not called to be my wife. You're not called to be another mom. You're yeah. called to be you as a mom. Yeah, that's right. And so this comparison culture is destroying the unique callings that each of us have. Yeah. And I hate that because you don't need to be somebody else. We've yeah. got plenty of them. Yeah. We need you to be you. Yeah. And part of it is that contentment. When you see someone who's fully content, especially like an old beater car, I keep bringing up the car example, when they're just like, man, I've driven, you know, grandpa's Lincoln. It's an yeah. 87, 200,000 miles on it. <laughs> You're like, are you serious? Yeah. And, and, and we got to go to break. But absolutely. And here's the thing. It never fully completes you. No. You think if I just get that Mercedes, if I just get that bigger house, if I just am a size two, I'll be happy. Uh-uh. The only thing that fully fulfills I've discovered in my 54 years is God. Yeah. The only thing that completely fulfills. So when we come back, we're going to take your questions. We're going to help you more with tips on this joy thing. I hope it blesses you. Stay tuned for Ask Pastor Thomas from West Bowles Community Church on Channel Mom. Life Center is simple, transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. Here's the deal. Channel Mom is made 
for moms because moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach from others through churches, speaking events, Channel Mom Coffees, and now in prisons and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back. Oh, I just love you. Please understand that I love you. I love every mama who's trying to raise their babies well because you're doing the world a service that it forgets to thank you for, which is raising our next generation that can help everybody, especially if they're following God. So, so grateful for every mom who's listening today. And I mean you, if you're listening. Um, We have... Pastor Thomas Fitzpatrick with us from West Bowles Community Church. He does a regular segment with us now, which I'm really grateful for, called Ask Pastor Thomas. And it's, it's brought to you by a couple of sponsors. I do want to mention LifeCenterLittleton.org. Man, they have a heart for the family and, and for single mothers. They can do just about anything for you. You can go there for free legal help. You can go there to get a GED. You can go there to uh, connect with other senior citizens. You can go there to learn English or Spanish. I'm thinking about taking Spanish classes because, of course, I've forgotten everything from seventh grade. Um, they, they've got a food bank. They've got a homeless shelter. Now, the food bank's just for folks in the Littleton area. But they can help just about anybody with anything. But they have a heart for the single mom. So please find them at LifeCenterLittleton.org. We're so grateful for their sponsorship. Okay, so we're back, and we're talking about moms who just want to be happier and more content in their lives and not always dealing with that next bad circumstance and, and that thing they want or comparing themselves to, to Annie next door that they mm-hmm. don't measure up or whatever it is. And, and you and I were talking about that as we left, like the comparison thing, especially on social media, is a bad thing. We have a couple of points on social media from our mamas I want to get to, but you briefly wanted to bring up what Paul said in the Bible. Yeah, you know, Paul says, I've learned the secret of contentment. And I think that language is, is so perfect because it does feel like a secret, doesn't it? I mean, there's yeah. not a whole lot of people that have discovered it. Yeah. And so Paul, when he uses that language, it's hard. It's hard to find it. And so don't beat yourself up if you live in that world. But he says the secret to contentment, uh, whether plenty or want, whether I have everything I need or whether I don't have anything at all, he says, it's Christ. And so somehow our faith is designed to help us overcome this. Yeah. It's not something that you just kind of, you know, will yourself into. It's not you just turn off the computer or the TV and suddenly you're going to be content. I mean, deep in your spirit, there is something that wants more. You want your kid to be smarter. You want, you know, the house to be nicer. Like you said, you want a different relationship than the one you're currently in. Whatever it is, you want something else. And so we got to ask Christ. we got to ask the Spirit to come in and somehow rewire that to where we just love what we have. If it's the old T-shirt and the, and the two-bedroom apartment, man, we just love it. And if God wants to give more, we'll allow him. We'll never stop that. Yeah. But we're not going to go out there and just try to fight for it and take it when when it, it just wrecks our peace. It really does. And even in a trial, because I think, okay, so I've got a bad eye today, but there are people out there dealing with cancer, dealing the, with the loss of a spouse or a child or depression or whatever it is. So, so my heart goes out to you, but I also want to be able to help you find joy in the trial. Mm-hmm. And I know that just sounds like a sentence, like there's no way I can do that today, Jenny. I just can't. So that's nice that you say it, but I can't do it. It's because you need God's help to do it. And so today I was standing at the sink with my hurting eye and my grossness and my blood everywhere. It's just so awful. But anyway, I was thinking, oh, I'm sort of grateful for this trial today because God has shown me he can give me joy in the trial. Had I not had this trial, I wouldn't have known that. And today I do have joy in the trial. I really do. I don't know that I've ever had such joy in a trial. So I want you to know it's possible. I want to get to a couple ladies online who've who've responded to us. Um, Leslie wrote in and said, um, this reminds me of Hannah. 
giving up her son to yeah, God, that's right? right? That's right. So, so speak to that, and then I want to get to a, a word about. Sh- uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a very, I'm a very driven person, very passionate person. So don't, ladies, don't ever hear me say like, just just take the lot that you've been given, just accept it and live in it forever. I mean, there's part of us that that wants to do more and and have been called to do more. Yep. And like Hannah, right? She wanted a child so bad. And she prayed for years and years and years. I mean, nothing ever happened, but she never gave up. But she got to the point where she was like, Lord, if you give it to me, I'll just give it right back to you. And that's where, to your point, Jane, I think you have joy in this trial today because you realize it's bigger. It's bigger than you, right? Your, yes. your purpose in this world is to serve God, bring glory to God, and become more and more like God. Be transformed mm-hmm. into his image. Mm-hmm. And when you understand that and you keep that in mind, anything and everything can serve those purposes, right? Yeah. You can have a little bit. You can serve God honor God and become more like him. You can have a ton of stuff. You can serve God, honor God, become more like him. And so you realize in any moment, maybe that's the secret Paul is saying, when my goal is to be like Jesus and to speak well of Jesus, I can do that wherever I'm at, whether yeah. I'm in you a, know, trial? a, a bro tank yeah, yeah. Or, a, or a three-piece suit. I can do that wherever I'm at. Yeah. A yeah. trial, a blessing, the mountaintop, the valley. I can honor God. I can serve God and I can become more like him no matter my situation. In fact, Sometimes it's easier to do it with less stuff yeah. because we're less distracted, right? We want all this stuff yeah. and extra, yeah. and now i got to protect it. i got to insure yeah. it. i got to put the you know, alarm it. on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have friends who go to foreign countries to serve as missionaries, and they say that when they go to those poverty-stricken nations, and this sounds Pollyanna, but they swear it's the truth, those are some of the happiest people they've ever met, people who have so little and struggle with so much. They've got pure joy yeah. of God. Okay, let's get to Sharon. I'm going to have you read Sharon, a little bit of Sharon's question. You don't have to read the whole thing, yeah. but, but um, I want to have you read that because I'm having a hard time reading with my <laughs> <laughs> Not so excited about the tribulation. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So the question that Sharon asks online here is, you know, how do young teens have a chance at happiness when they're growing up? in a world that's just so negative. There's just so many people that are complaining about their jobs, uh, money problems, the president, whatever, everything. Yeah, and so I think she's right. I mean, we're setting up the next generation to live even more discontentment because they have not seen a whole lot of examples of that in in this world today. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm happy with my home. I'm happy with my work. I'm happy with my income. I'm happy with my weight. I'm I'm happy. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm at peace with all of this, man. I'm not sure if I have two or three people in my whole life that I've ever seen that model that. And so there is going to be an effect, not only in our lives, but in our kids' lives. And so moms, I would just encourage you, man, maybe one of the greatest blessings you can give your kids the next couple of days, just be super content, like just so at peace with, you know, we're going to go to the park. We're not going to go to Disneyland and and blow thousands of dollars. Hey, if you're going to go do that, great. But, you know, we're going to go do the park. We're going to give them a hide and seek. We're going to look at the stars tonight. I mean, just these little things to show we have so much already. We don't need to add more and more and more and just keep consuming stuff. Let's see what we have. Let's get creative with dinner tonight. Let's go through the pantry instead yeah. of going out to eat. Let's just find stuff in the house. I mean, there's just a lot of ways. And to your point, I think serving others who are less fortunate, it brings it, it, brings it home pretty quick. It does. When and that's see, what Jesus wants us to do. Yeah, and poverty isn't the answer. I mean, living in poverty, because I know people that are in poverty that want a ton of wealth. Yeah. They're not content because they're poor. It's a human condition. Yeah. But there's something about being okay with less. Absolutely. And we have to model it, like to Sharon's point, or the next generation is going to just be destroyed by consumerism and lack of contentment. And that's sad. Lack of peace. And, and, and if moms care about anything, it's their babies. Yep. And if we can tell them today, if you're struggling with discontentment, remember, you don't want to pass that legacy on. And I know just about every mom will be like, okay, I'm working hard on this now because I don't want to pass it on to my children. And so I, I love the point that you said. And I want to say something else. In America, we are particularly blessed. 
which just goes to show that no matter how much yeah, blessing you have, you're not fully happy because right. we're one of the blessed, most blessed nations in, in the world. That's right. And yet we're, we always want more. We always want more. I was telling you on the phone, and I think it's Rockefeller that said when somebody asked him, how much more money do you need? He said, just a little bit more. That's right. And it doesn't, so it doesn't matter how much you have. It doesn't matter how little your waist size is. It doesn't matter your house, your car. You're still going to find a reason to be discontent unless you do some of the thi- these things. So I want to review them because we're going to have to go soon. But gratitude mm-hmm. is one of them. Yeah. Just, a say thanks, just say thanks a lot today, you know, for what you have. Look at your car, say thank you. Look at your kids, say thank you. Yes. Look at your home, your fridge, your bank account, even though, you know, if it's in the red, Lord, whatever. Thank you. I have something. Yes. To not compare. Nope. To not compare against. And so turn off social media if you have to, um, unless you're, you know, look, right. watching Following it us right, us right now. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the comparison thing, always bad, I think. Yes. You, you, you want to have good for others as well of yourself. By the way, diminishing somebody else doesn't lift you up. Sometimes no. you think it does. If somebody else doesn't look as good as you, it doesn't lift you up. And then the, giving. Giving, mm-hmm. giving away to others can, mm-hmm. can be a great lesson. And I think there was a final. And really, it's the godliness. Understand that your goal is yes, godliness, to, be to become more... like him. Yeah. And so the lot that you have in life is God's understanding that that's the best situation for you to achieve your goal. Uh, and, right, and to be a role model in that. That's and I think right. every mother today would like to say, okay, I don't want to pass on a legacy no. of discontentment. So I love that, that Sharon brought that up and that you brought that up. It's an awesome thing. A couple of quick things to say. If people want to find you and they want to get engaged with our segment, yeah. how do they find West Bowles? Yeah, so westbowleschurch.com. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, the new webpage is also up and running. You can give us a call at the office. We're open on Sundays, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we would love to, to meet you, bless you, serve you in any way. Uh, if, if you're across town, don't worry. There's some great churches. We'd love to connect you. But yeah. you, need, you need a faith community. You don't just do this on your own. You don't just find commit, you know, contentment all by yourself. And yeah, so reach amen. out to us. We'll help you find a community, a mops ministry, other moms groups that maybe can yeah. serve and bless you. Awesome. Pastor Thomas, I'm so grateful to you that you're Good on to be back show. with you. I yes. hope your eye heals. So high. It's, I don't even want to show up to church like this. <laughs> um, but I will. Um, I won't call you out. Yeah, thank you. Please know that you can get engaged with us. We want to help every mom we can. We're now serving in prisons. We're serving in homeless shelters. We're serving in churches. We're serving in homes. We're going to have a Channel Mom Coffee just for single moms next oh, month. Cool. So keep watching. Uh, on channelmom.com and on our Facebook page and Twitter and so on. Channel Mom Coffee just for single moms. Mm. That's coming up. God bless you, Mom. Yes, Thanks right. for all you do. Bless Thank you, you Pastor Thomas. Yes. Have a good night. Good good uh, weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.